everyone. Welcome to the Raising Kind Humans podcast. I'm your host, Katie Doty. If you're here because you want to raise empathetic kids with the tools to make positive changes in this world, you're in the right place. I'm glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raising Kind Humans. This week, I thought I would talk to you about how I got started, how this podcast came to be, how I am sitting here just pressing record to talk about what it's like to raise kind humans, how do we do it, what's important, and it's an interesting story. So I thought I would share that with you so you can kind of get a backstory on why I'm here. Um, It started in 2020. We all remember 2020. And I got a message that um, one of my neighbors found out her daughter was diagnosed with leukemia. And at the time, her daughter was six, um, very close to my daughter's age, Alice. And man, (laughs) that hit me like a ton of bricks. That is not a diagnosis any parent wants to hear. And this one was very close to home. Um, I didn't know how to respond to that other than tears first, of course. Um, but I knew I, I needed to help. And of course, you know, the dreaded, let me know how I can help, right? We always say, tell me what I can do for you. But it didn't seem like it was enough. What, what would she even say of how you can help in this situation? And it kind of puts the pressure on her, right? That wasn't, I felt icky about it, actually. Because I thought, why would, why would I ask her to come up with something that I can help with? I, I need to figure something out. And so, you know, I have a really strong mamas group. I love the mamas. We call it, we affectionately call our neighborhood Eldorado Mamas. And uh, it, I guess one time it was on a deed from a long time ago. Somebody found that. Anyway, so we have a loop uh, that our kids walk and ride bikes. And we see each other often outside in our neighborhood and we will get together or get the kids together or do activities. So I started messaging some of them. What do we do? How do we help? And some of them had already started a meal train, um, which I thought great because I would not want to think about food in a time like this. That's perfect. I can get on board with that. Then I found out later on, I found out that what her daughter needed was a stem cell transplant and no one in her family was a match, which is devastating (laughs) because finding a match is very, very difficult. And I had remembered maybe doing something like this, become getting on the registry to find out if you're a match for someone a long time ago. And so I started looking into it and I remembered signing up, I think I was probably 18, um, for someone in a local high school that needed a match. And it got me thinking, oh my gosh, what would I want if I were in her shoes? I would want somebody to find a match for my kid. That is what I would want. That is how you can help. So that's what we started working on as a group of moms Um, I got in contact with another mom who unfortunately was very familiar with the cancer scene for children. She was very aware of all of the 
um, opportunities and resources. And so she put me in touch with someone at Be The Match, which I'm going to stop right now. Go online, go to bethematch.org. It's super easy to sign up for their registry. It's a cheek swab. They will send it to you in the mail. You swab your cheek and send it back and you would be placed on the registry um, if somebody is searching for a stem cell match. It's mostly for blood cancers and it could save a life. So go do that right now, push pause, and then come back to me. It's really important. Um, so I started talking with, his name is Cliff. He's fantastic. And we started working on coming up with a way to do a drive, a swab drive, to get more people on the registry for Vienna, who was the one in need of a match. Unfortunately, it was 2020. Remember that year when we couldn't stand closer <laughs> than six feet and we had to keep our distance and do everything outside? And it was October <laughs> when this happened. So we really had to get creative and we brainstormed. We sat down and figured out a way to do a drive-through event. Meanwhile, while I'm in the process of doing all this, my kids are watching. They know that I'm, I'm doing something really important. And I remember the moment that Alice looked at me and she said, Mama, I want to help. Can I help? And my first thought was, no, this is way too big for you. This is too adult. This is too heavy. I don't think I can involve you. This, you know, these are all the thoughts going through my head. But those eyes, she was just looking at me with, well, what can I do? You know, this is my neighborhood friend. I want to help too. And so that is kind of when I started to realize maybe we can start involving our kids in, in bigger issues. And so I, we brainstormed some ways that she could help. And she came up with making bracelets to sell, to donate to Vienna and her family and to Seattle Children's. We were learning a lot about uh, cancer research at the time. And so that's what she decided she wanted to do. So she did. We went to Michael's, one of my favorite stores. She picked out some beads and some string and she started making bracelets. And um, I put it out to friends and family. If anyone was interested, Alice is making bracelets. Bennett was helping. I mean, he was like four at the time, but he was around. And of course, people are beyond generous when kids are involved in something like this. So we basically had a family run bracelet making business for a while. And but Alice was a part of every single one. She was the designer. She picked the colors. She would design one. People would say, oh, just surprise me. And so she would think of that person and design a bracelet just for them. And then we'd mail them out or or gift them wherever we were at. And in the end, because of their generosity, which, by the way, I was just reading a statistic that adults are twice as likely to donate to a cause 
if a child is present. The child doesn't even have to be connected to that charity, but if they are present, the adult is more likely to donate and to um, to give, which I thought was interesting because, man, we have we have a resource at our fingertips. Our children they they have the ability to really make a difference, and I think it's important that we do start involving them. But anyways, going back, so after. After she made all the bracelets, we tallied up her total and she had made over $1,500 to donate to Vienna. So we did some to Vienna directly to her GoFundMe. We did some to um, Seattle Children's directly to them. And then we went to Target (laughs) and we explored and we went through the aisles and we chose things for Vienna because she was in the hospital at the time. And so Alice picked out some things she thought she would enjoy that might keep her busy during her treatment. And it was a really eye-opening and powerful experience for me as a mom to see that maybe it is okay to involve our kids in some of this stuff and that we don't have to they're not too young. And I know, I know that I, I was running the risk. There was some vulnerability there. I know that. But I also know how powerful the outcome was. And I know you're probably all wondering, I need to tell you, Vienna found a match and her transplant was successful, which is such a blessing because it's not always true for every child. Um, But hers was successful. So we are very grateful and very thankful for that. So that is kind of how this got started. And from there, you know how when you start down a path or you start learning about something that other things come into view and you, you start noticing other opportunities, I think that's kind of what happened. And we started getting involved in some of the, the bigger things that I never thought of involving my kids in. And it's been a really amazing experience. And so I'm excited to keep sharing with you opportunities and things that maybe you haven't thought of yet, or you haven't thought of trying or are new to you that you might want to do with your own kids because now I know, now I know firsthand that they are capable and they are willing and they are open-hearted and there's a lot for them to learn and to contribute. And I think it's really exciting. I think it's something that um, we need to open up the conversation about and talk more about ways to get our kids involved I've talked to a lot of moms about, well, I want my kids to do community service, but there's nothing for them. Or you have to be 18 or you have to be, you know, you have, it's only during this time or something. And it's true. There isn't a lot out there for younger kids. And so I think that's where I'm excited to invite you on this journey. Let's look for ways for our kids to make measurable differences 
ways for them to feel like they are a part of something bigger and that they can problem solve. They can solve some of these issues. They can take on more than we give them credit for. And I think it's important we give them opportunities that are age appropriate, that are kid friendly, that make them feel like they they want to do more. And if we equip them now with those skills, I think it's going to help our future. I think the world can get a little scary and thinking about sending my kids off as adults, I want to know that I have given them the tools they need to say instead of, oh, that's sad, say, what can I do? How can I help? And go from there and try to make a difference. Even if it's tiny, just knowing that they have the ability to move forward, I think is really important. So that's my origin story, kind of how I got started. I have lots of stories to share with you. I'm so glad that you're here, that you're listening, that you want to raise kind humans too, because it's a team effort. We have to do this together. So I hope you're having a lovely day and I will talk to you again soon. 